0: Hello, it's Thursday, March 12th, I think. <laughs> um, I will confirm that before I go on. Yes, it is Thursday, March 12th, 2020. This is Arlen. I'm doing my second uh, episode completely impromptu and um, focused on coronavirus, COVID-19. I think that's how I'm pronouncing it, how it's supposed to be pronounced. And it really yesterday i last night i I recorded an episode you can still listen to that it's the one previous to this one where i um just kind of talked talked to you just to kind of let you know that you weren't alone and and we talked a little bit about what's going on just kind of said what was there to say that this is this is unprecedented and this is surreal and scary but also i find hope in it every day um so I I thought the already so many of you have listened to that episode even in the last um, I guess 15 hours or so and given me a lot of feedback and so I thought I would keep going and if I'm being honest um this is as much for me as it is for what I think it is for others because it's it's a way for me to stay connected and stay sane and and stay like I feel like uh, there's there's connection there and i don't feel like i'm just out in the middle of the ocean and bobbing around and don't have anything to latch on to. so this is being helpful to me so even if no one listened um uh even if no one listened then then it would be helpful to to talk into the ether okay so what i did this time though was i put out a call on twitter and instagram just a few minutes ago actually and asked if there are any questions that i could address or topics i could address and i already have several dozen questions so i am going to just start looking through them um and pick pick some as uh pick some randomly and i, I may back up on one if i feel like i start reading it and because it hasn't been vetted yet someone Uh, tricks me halfway through and I'm like oh wait I don't want to say that I don't want to say that word out loud or whatever you know what I mean you know what's going on here this isn't radio but it feels a little bit like it okay I'm gonna take the first question uh, uh, actually from my friend so Miss Kitty Lopez uh, she does my brows by the way so you can find her on Instagram at Miss M-I-S-S Kitty K-I-T-T-Y Lopez L-O-P-E-Z she does my brows um but um she's in LA and she is also an amazing painter and musician and artist all around so if uh if uh, you're looking for someone anyway point is this is her question um just 10 minutes ago she sent it with all the travel and public speaking you do what precautions are you taking now and how have travel bans affected your future speaking engagements um cool uh so last week so the week that south by was canceled um or postponed or uh, whatever it was a couple of days before that i made the decision that i was just not going to go to south by and it would be starting now um i'd be speaking right now actually but i had uh, seven engagements at south by that i canceled and I just thought it's just not worth getting sick or getting somebody else sick you know that's just not worth it so I canceled it I was so bummed had been working on it for months but um, and then a couple of days later South by canceled because they had to they had to make that decision for the public good in my opinion so that was the first kind of major thing that happened that I was like okay things are gonna get weird and you know I have this I'm, I promise the whole thing won't be about my book or about me I'm just taking this first question but I, I do have a book coming out in May and sort of behind the scenes, there's been this like, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for this buildup of the the, the first, uh, like the next two months, like from October when I announced it. And even before then, when I started writing it with Rachel, the the whole, like the real bulk of the promotion was going to be about the two months leading in. So now leading up to May 5th when it comes out. And then like the two months after it comes out, which is going to be all, I was going to be everywhere. I was going to be everywhere. And I had a lot of paid engagements. um, A lot of people buying books in bulk and all sorts of things that was going on that was just like so exciting. And um, I would say I probably had, let's see, I probably had between now and end of June, conservatively let's do the math on that I probably had 50 events 50 50 events that I was speaking at mostly paid or buying books or both or really important for promotion or something I had been excited to go to because I hadn't been there before and I was gonna get to meet all these great people and I currently have three events that are still on the paper that are still happening, um, that could themselves be postponed or canceled out of 50. Um, Now, 12 of those were backstage studio um, tour, backstage tour events, and those are still happening. They're happening virtually. So that is really exciting. As I mentioned last night, uh, we'll have a a lot of information for you about Backstage Tour 2020 that is going to come... Probably Friday, which is tomorrow, or next Monday. We'll I'll see. We'll see. We're working on it as we speak. Like, literally, I'm getting text messages about it and answering questions and stuff from the team. So we'll have more information about that. You can find that on uh, backstagecapital.com slash tour2020. So how, I, how you can be part of it virtually and um, still be in your city and all kinds of cool stuff. So precautions I'm taking to answer the question... <laughs> um, well it 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 hit me uh really hard financially really hard but guess what i've been broke for most of my life i've been broke for 35 years of my 39 years and so when it happened i was like damn (laughs) and i know a lot of people can relate because i've seen a lot of you posting i was like damn okay all these plans i had all these things i was going to do all these like all this runway I was going to have for myself and the savings and buffer and the money that was going to pay for like rent and food and other people's stuff that I commit to all of that um just kind of gone in a in a matter of 48 hours just poof but as I mentioned again last night I have multiple revenue streams so it will pick back up I will be okay and because I'll be okay a lot of other people will be okay It's just the truth. I don't care if you think I'm bragging because I'm kind of over people having their opinion of me. But it's the truth. There are a lot of people who um, I pay for their stuff, or or I have stuff, you know, that I take care of behind the scenes, and that's my priority. And I make and I've made sure that they're covered. So, uh, precaution I'm taking is that I have been in my home. Today is Thursday. I've been in my home for a week. I have not left my home. I have not gone outside in a week. I um have things delivered to me which again I appreciate everybody who's involved in that. Uh I tweeted about it that I I you can't you can't be more grateful than than to the people who are making it possible for the people who can work at home to work at home. The people who can't work at home to make it, so that you can work at home are are out there susceptible to all sorts of things and I I couldn't be more appreciative of them. I used to be them and so and I could be them another uh, tomorrow. So I appreciate them but I've done that because I don't want to get my wife sick and I don't want to get my mother sick I should stop right now right now to wish my mother Mrs. Erlen Butler Sims a wonderful birthday it is her 71st birthday today um March 12th which is exactly why I should know exactly what day it is March 12th today is my mother's birthday some of you know her because you've met her or you've seen her online she is just a a beacon and a lovely person and we argued I think we argued as recently as five days ago but that's what we do that's 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 what we do (laughs) and I just adore her she had by the way a blowout birthday party with her family with our family not her family our family that I did not get to go to that was a blowout party in Vegas thank you in a penthouse that she constructed herself and had eight people and they had a four bedroom penthouse in Vegas and for like three days over the weekend and she went all out and I mean, she's at home resting now. We're making sure that uh, because she's in an age group that is more susceptible to the coronavirus, that she is having stuff delivered to her. Uh, my brother and I are taking good care of her and uh, and she's doing great. I mean, she's over there yelling at Google and and, and uh, Siri and Alexis and Alexa. And she calls Siri, Siri. So they're having a great old time uh, yelling at each other and, uh, you know, watching the Netflix and, and uh, all sorts of things. So. Um, part of my, part of my precaution is in just um, staying away from people who could be susceptible to it. Now, my wife goes out because she has things to do uh, (laughs) that are outside the house. I can do everything here, which is, I've been planning for this my whole life as a germaphobe. Um, So she goes out. So we kind of keep an eye on things uh, when she comes back, but we're both in age groups where we, would probably get sick and they're saying that up to a third of the U.S. population and the world population could get the coronavirus. So most of us, I think, I'm, don't quote me on this, look it up yourself, please, but I think they said something like 80% of those who do get it will have no symptoms or mild symptoms or flu-like symptoms and therefore you will be it will be like a, having a cold or not having anything at all but the f- problem with it is if you have it and then you get someone who is older or someone who has an uh, immune system disorder or some sort of issue that way or just you catch them on the wrong day and they're, they are not in those categories then you can make them very sick and so um, the idea is to keep yourself healthy for other people, not just for yourself. Because there's still people and people you know that I care about who are still saying, what are you overreacting for? This isn't a big deal. I'm not going to get sick. Or if I get sick, who cares? The who cares part is that you could get someone else sick who could die from it. That's not over-exaggerating. That's not overreacting. It's just a truth that we've seen. The good news is that the majority of us, who do get it or who don't get it will be okay and so that's the precaution um and yeah that's that's part of that answer i know that was a long 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 answer so let's see what else there is let's see we're 11 or 12 minutes into this um let's see so mixed up clothing on instagram mixed up clothing said hi arlen long time fan first time caller <laughs> I'd like to know how does one navigate promoting their work during a crisis? How am I going to push what I'm doing knowing folks may may be struggling? That is a deep question because I've seen it done really elegantly and eloquently the past few days. And I've seen it done really poorly. I've seen people pushing products and and services that they are kind of hoarding and then uh, gouging on pricing. And then there's people who are like gleefully saying, you know, you're gonna be stuck anyway, so you might as well do this thing. Um, I think my answer is that none of us really know exactly how to do this. We've never had this experience in our lifetimes. Um, maybe there are people who are, um, I should say old enough who have had a similar experience, so I don't want to cut that off and I personally, you know, if you're around through through during Ebola or SARS, which a lot of us were, you might consider that the same. But I personally think this is different than those things. This goes back to like decades ago, um, centuries. So we don't really have a playbook. And we certainly don't have a playbook of it being a pandemic that happens while we're in a day and age of all this technology and access to other people and like nobody regulating what gets said and said to people. So... I think you, uh, I I think you you use your moral compass first and foremost. You think about, like, just imagine someone who's vulnerable. Imagine like someone that you care about who's vulnerable, like your mother, or your parent, or a, a sibling who is ill, or yourself, um, at a time when you weren't doing as well, and you imagine the product or service or art or whatever that you are promoting being being promoted to that person and how you would want it said and how you and and if you would want it said maybe it's even an if story like does it does it need to be said at all and if you think okay it's okay that it's said at all think about how you'd want it to be said do you want to be gleeful or take advantage of the situation do you want to step over a boundary that might hurt someone that might make someone feel even worse off another thing to think about is yeah people are clamping down like what i've seen is that and this goes to a question i saw on twitter actually i've seen a lot of people reaching out to me lately like the last week or so like uh, and i'm not i'm not talking about like just general business that i get like from our founders that's all good i'm talking about people i've never met who are reaching out and asking for money right now and I personally have reached out to a couple of investors the last couple, like week or so, to ask for investment in certain things, and that that is like a real fine line. It's a real fine line because people are are real. You no, know, if you're rich, if you're poor, if you're anything in between, you are looking at your pocketbook and your bank account, or you're under your mattress right now, and you are saying, "I need to prepare for the the long haul," because. Nothing is guaranteed. Things are are being canceled. Things are being, we may not, I might lose my job. I might be uh, laid off. I might have lower or fewer hours. I may get sick and not be able to go in. All those things are being uh, thought about by various people for various reasons, no matter what our um, situation is, unless you're like so rich that you just have a bunker, which I know a few of those people, you're thinking this. So... You don't want to be that person who is out there selling T-shirts on the freeway, uh, or selling gas during a you know, just hypothetically selling gas when there's a a, um, a natural disaster, and you're like, hey, you got to get out of town. I got this gas tank for you. You don't want to be that person who's selling that for like astronomical amounts. You probably, if you're if you're if I read you right. Whoever's listening, you probably wanna be on the good side of history here. You wanna be able to be proud because when it's over, people come back to normal. They're gonna remember. I've already I've already started, to tell you the truth, I've already started a mental list of a couple of people who I'm like, ah, yikes. I don't I don't like the way that they react in a time of need. We all have to be in this together and as I said in the last episode, there is great opportunity for creativity here because we have to adapt and we have to find ways to continue to make a living for ourselves. But if you cross that line and you you treat people in a, in a crab mentality where it's like crabs in a bucket mentality where it's only one of us getting out, I'm going to step on your head, I'm going to step on your toes to get there. When this is done, like this, there's going to be a time where we're back to some sort of cadence. It may not be like it ever was before, but it'll be something. People are going to remember that. And so don't be on the side of things where you kind of like lost your senses for a moment for a temporary situation. Don't do that. Um... But you can – I think it's appropriate to go online and be very honest and say, hey, I have a a, a jewelry company. I make my own jewelry, and it accounts for 80% of my income, and because I can't go to these fairs this summer, which I had booked, I lost $4,000 in bookings, and I also am not able to sell my merchandise, so I have – Actually, a discount. Um, I have some discounts. It's a great discount on my stuff because I need the cash and the income. And I also understand that people are hurting for cash right now. So I want to give us both a good deal. I think if you come from that kind of mindset of how can I help myself while helping other people, how can I help other people and then help myself, however you want to think of it. I think that you land on this side of of caution that is appropriate in this situation. Um, Let's go to Twitter. Let me go to Twitter. I'll do one more, maybe two, and then I'll do some more later. Okay, Um, let's see. Okay, so Savannah Barker on Twitter says, curious what you've heard from founders currently raising how this is affecting them on one hand the uncertainty may be making investors more skittish on the other hand the stock market volatility could make the comparative risk of investing in a startup more appealing um great question and a lot of questions and twitter actually uh, along these lines so i thought that was a really great way of phrasing it um yeah so i am an investor I have been for the past f- four, four and a half years at Backstage, my fund. Um, and we have a team that's all, all over remote. We do remote work. We have already been doing that. So we were prepared. And we have 130 investments. And we see uh, hundreds, if not thousands of companies per year collectively. So we are talking to founders and seeing founders on a daily basis, generally. And then, of course, right now we are. So what, we, what I've noticed... Um, I mean, I think normally on any given week we get uh, inbound from from our portfolio from, you know, two, three, five, one, zero, whatever the number may be that week uh, saying, hey, we're going to we're in a new raise or we're we're thinking about having a new raise. We're talking to our investors now about what that looks like and can we start that conversation or hey we're, we've been in it for a while and it is going really well and we want you to take the last 100k or it's going really poorly it's been hard out here for a, a startup and please help send a lifeline or help us find one that's normal business business as usual this past 10 days i've seen an uptick I've seen an uptick in that, in the in the latter, and uh, more of it being, hey, we're a little scared, so we're trying to raise that round. We were raising, it's gotten really hard. People are closing shop. People are not taking our phone calls. They're not answering our emails. They're getting scared because if they were already on the fence about certain things in the, in the macro, now they're, a lot of them, especially angels, are getting a little bit tight, but Then you see people like Cyan Bannister and several other angels that I've seen and several other investors that I've seen who say, hey, I'm still open for business. I'm going to make investments just like I did before. I'm going to be just as discerning as I was before. This doesn't change anything because a lot of times people who are investing, especially their own money or even funds, they don't go out willy nilly with it any anytime. They don't just say, "Oh, I'm going to invest in this and that and maybe that. Usually, and hopefully, they have a plan. Usually it happens at the end of a year, they go into what's going to be the next year, next two years, next five years, I'm going to invest x amount of money over y amount of companies. And um that is how i'm going to this is what the structure is so those who have done that and have not seen their income or their or their investments uh or their liquidity or their assets like drop drastically or if if it has it hasn't hurt them as much they are still very much in the game and they're hunting they're on the lookout for some great deals um this is a time where you have to make as a founder and as an entrepreneur you if you are seeking outside funding this is a time where you and i'm i'm sorry i should say this i'm not like a financial expert at all so this, this is just my opinion as someone who's like in the game like um but the, i my opinion is that this is a time where you have to look at your company and I'm doing this right now. Right now at Backstage. We are not immune to this. We are in the same fight that every uh, investor but every founder is in. Really. And I can peel back all those layers if you'd like. We you have to look at how really get down to it. Like the stuff, the perks, the extras, all of the trim, the fat, all the extra stuff. It needs to wait. All the bells and whistles have to wait. And can you can you? dial back can you change that number on your runway can you change what that number is and get yourself in a position where you're not having to go out in may to raise when you know that there's a chance everyone's going to be running for the hills in may that's one way of doing it making sacrifices having a very very honest uh, conversations with yourself and with your team and with your co-founders and with your investors and stakeholders and customers and everyone and being just really honest because we're all in this together no one knows what to do so I think personally this is where you you like for instance I had some ideas of some investments I personally wanted to make this year I have decided to cancel a couple of those investments and keep as much as I can and I looked at it and said okay this is gonna suck this is gonna hurt but I gotta make sure that I can um provide for my family so I'm not going to do this thing over here that I said I was going to do. I'm leaning towards anything that I committed to that has been that is um, philanthropic. I'm I'm not pulling back on uh, because I feel like that is a, a different kind of expense, and so that's staying at 100%. But that's my opinion. That could be different for other people. And then things that are more about like I want to get in or whatever. I'm just either changing the amount to lower or I'm not. Uh, I'm postponing it or I'm not going in and those are not going to be easy decisions they haven't been or easy conversations but they're necessary because we have to be honest we can't overextend ourselves go through all of this come out of it bankrupt it doesn't make sense if you're a founder this is your moment if you're a founder this is your moment pick yourself up put some pen to paper type it out whatever you have to do put it on audio paste of room and figure figure out, like hack your way through this. Have a m- wonderful moral compass if you can. <laughs> Check in with people. Um, collaborate. You know, get into, gr- like collaborate on things, share responsibility, share expenses. Th- this is a different time and it, cause, uh, it, it causes different ways of thinking about things and different execution and you can't you're gonna be left behind you're gonna be caught off guard if you're just a if you're just not taking this seriously at all like if you're just like one of those people who's like you're going to parties right now like you're at a club right now or not right now because you wouldn't be listening to this but you're at a club tonight and you don't care that you could get this (laughs) because you're you know better than the experts you know better than the people who have died you know better than the people who have gotten sick you know better um, I think you got to like have some really uh like a reality check. You got to like look at some some hardcore stuff. Look at people that you respect and look at what they're posting and see if, if you can if you can go, you know, if you can feel that. And then B, once you're with us and you understand that this is serious and that um, it's only going to get more serious, then you decide what's important. You put things on hold if they can be put on hold. Or you turn lemons into lemonade and you decide, hey, we can't do an in-person 12-city tour that we've been working on for almost a year. But what we can do is a virtual uh, experience in 12 cities that everybody gets to experience and even more people can experience it now. And... Um, We can look at other people's best policies and their best practices and see what they're doing and and see if that's helpful. Now, this is not this advice. I don't even know if it's advice or not, but it's not going to be helpful for people who are in certain positions. Because um, like, for instance, me five years ago, if I didn't have a penny to my name and I'm over here trying to raise a fund and it's already been so difficult for three years and nobody's checking for me. And then also this happens. Me listening to someone on a podcast who has raised millions of dollars and who can afford to live in a place where she hasn't been outside for a week, say, hey, get creative. Um, I have to decide, is that person, if I can get creative or if I can, if I, if I'm depressed, if I live in that depression, what I hope you do is I hope you say, okay, okay, we're going to get through this together. It's going to be all right. Everybody's going through it. So everybody should understand or will eventually, I'll keep my eyes open. I'll keep my ears open. I'll be diligent. I'll be fair. I'll be good to other people. I'll look for goodness in myself and goodness in those people. And I may not be a millionaire, billionaire this year because of everything that's going on, but I'm going to keep making strides towards whatever success is to me. And I'm going to do it with, um, with uh, integrity, and I'm going to do it with, with uh, great thinking and, and, and foresight and thoughtfulness and with heart and humanity. And I'm going to care about my fellow human and about people that are more vulnerable than I am. and I'm going to do all of those things at once. And every once in a while, I'm going to cry. Every once in a while, I'm going to scream into a pillow. Every once in a while, I'm going to listen to uh, hard music or whatever I need to listen to. Every once in a while, I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet something that I regret and delete it later, but overall, across the board, I'm gonna I'm gonna step up to this moment. I'm gonna step into this moment instead of retreating. Um, I think if if you can be that person, then you can look at this as a long term view and you can be ready for anything. You can be ready if it's over in May. You can be ready if it's over in September. If it's over 2021. If it's over 2023. If the effects of this are still felt five years, you can be ready for that because you're thinking long term, because you're thinking, this is my moment. I was born for this moment. I was born for this. I've struggled. I've struggled my whole life. And I've watched other people succeed, not struggle as much as me. But I was born for this. I'm ready for this moment because this is where this is where character is built and, and shown and proven. So if you can step into that, step into your character and into your destiny, into what you were meant to be, woo, you're going to be unstoppable. You're going to be okay. All right. I'm going to go because I'm going to start preaching. I don't want to do that. (laughs) There's no reason for me to do that. And also I have a phone call at 1130 with the founder. So I am going to do that and uh, I'm going to send, I'm going to upload this. Hopefully it wasn't too loud. I'm not using any kind of um, editing software my wife, who is my producer, is not involved in this, these bonus episodes. I answered three questions in 30 minutes, so you know how long it's going to take me to get through a 100 of them. Uh, hopefully it was helpful. Give me some feedback, though, Um, because I'll continue to do this, like, even daily if you want, if it's helping. But if it's like, eh, eh, <laughs> I don't think I can get through another 30 minutes of you doing this, just kind of tell me honestly so it helps me know where to extend my energy. Is that cool? Good deal? Okay. I'll talk to y'all later. I'm gonna go to this call. Bye y'all.